And maybe the reason that he may not be picking you is that just like you have filtered men out of, out of your list or you have eliminated men, you could be being eliminated because you have no, it, it hasn't even dawned on you that men have standards too. And the guy who may meet your standard, you may not be meeting his. Yup, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! Watch it, can you come to our game? Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to thank you guys for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. Shout out to all listeners, both new and old. We want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Even if it is for a little while, we thank you. Everyone is here. Gad, how are you doing, sir? I'm well. You're well? Why are you so well? Uh, It's been a good week, man. What's been so great about this week, sir? Um, You know how it is. You know how it is when um, when you're on the job. And your boss lets you know that she really or that they really appreciate what you do. That cat's out the bag now. (laughs) And I mean, you know me with my self-esteem issues. Like sometimes I could start to really. Oh, go on, go on. (laughs) Unpack this. No, it's just I just had a reaffirming day uh, on the job with my boss. So I'm feeling really good about that. Good. Um. Can I just share like a personal development thing that I had to overcome recently Go for it. before we get to black? Go for it. So I had I had a really I had this collision mentally and emotionally. Shocker. But, um, you know, I was just I was just assessing things with the pod and um, I just I really took some inventory and I really was honest with myself, mainly about getting our YouTube presence up. Right. Uh-huh. So um, as y'all as y'all know, like there's content out there. Yeah, um, like my phone was going off. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I got the notification. Y'all get noties? Yeah. You get oh, noties too, what? Yeah, Walker got notifications. <laughs> <laughs> but I've uh, just been putting a lot of a lot of energy into that. And um one thing one thing I realized, I was it was so crazy. I think it was it was either Monday or Tuesday. I was uh, getting ready and I was looking at myself in the mirror and it just hit me. I'm like, "Man, I, I've been doing you and black a disservice because I just I, I took it in, man. I was honest with myself. Like, here we are. We've made investment in time. Number one, which is the most valuable uh, and equipment with the purpose of, you know, boosting our YouTube presence. And I'm like, everything is here. What am I doing? Like, what? Why? Why do I have to be the bottleneck? And I, I created all these reasons in my head as to why I wasn't achieving these things. Mm -hmm. And so then it was just like, I can't, I don't want to be a burden to these guys. I know y'all probably don't take it like that. Again, my, my self-esteem issues, but I was just like, maybe like a couple of days, but (laughs) just kidding. But I don't, I don't, but I just, I just took a look and I was just like, what is really holding me up? Because it's not just me at this point. Mm -hmm. It's everybody. Cause everybody's putting their time in. Right. So, um, you know, I just, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to block out some time and I'm just going to put my head down on this. I'm just going to see what happens and do 
once I started putting stuff together, I was like, I've been in my way for no reason. I've been in my head for no reason. Getting this content out is not nearly as complicated as I was making it in my head. So as of this recording, we've got probably like six more recordings scheduled out, not including this one. So I'm <laughs> I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard just to just because I know I've got a system now. Like I've set everything up to where it's essentially <laughs> drag and drop mm-hmm. and then upload. Mm-hmm. So the last two that I put up, it took longer to upload the videos than it did to actually put them together. <laughs> you know? wow. So uh, so anyway, now that I've seen that and now that I know that I'm just like, OK, Ronnie, there's no excuse it, it takes me long. It takes me longer to put the Instagram clips together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like for real, for real. So um, anyway, uh, I'm I'm excited about that. I'm excited about like what I had to overcome and what I went through in that, and yeah. how honest I had to be with myself. Yeah. With that, and um, just just really excited, you know, just to kind of catapult and just see where we go with this. So um, let's see. Round of applause for you on that. Thank you. Thank you. That's what's up, and, sir. And Walker, I'm sorry. I'm I'm in I'm in my emotional bag right now. Walker, you you the, your spirit was on my heart as I was yes, dude, as I was doing all this stuff, right? Dang. Dude, like you told me so much when we were meeting at Starbucks <laughs> that I thought was pure crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it but I've noticed, I've noticed with the the audio releases that it's not. But I've noticed even more with the YouTube stuff that it's not. And the, it's simply put, just get the content out. Everything else will handle itself. Yeah. Right. So like, simplifying it is one thing. But like, I've noticed now that we're putting stuff out and it's scheduled and it's you know whatever. People, more views and more views. Are, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm just like. Of course, I'm asking myself, why did I complicate it? But, you know, I'm not going to answer that that question anytime soon. But I was just like, man, Walker was right about this stuff from the get go. Like, we've got me, the content and we've got ton, tons, tons more. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can just go over to the war report and see proof of that. Yeah, dude. Y'all, y'all drops up every day. Yeah. Yeah. So but it, I think it it speaking of the war report, thinking of your infancy, mm-hmm. you didn't I mean, y'all didn't I'm not say y'all didn't care, but it, it was clear your main objective was, oh, we're going to put stuff out. And we're yeah. gonna put stuff out routinely. Yeah. And then your audience came and then whatever. So Yes. So yeah. So yeah, I just had to had to give you kudos. Well, there. I give you it, it took me three years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I call you dial-up for a reason. <laughs> Black, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. I didn't have an emotional breakthrough like Ronnie, but I'm good. <laughs> good, 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 good week. Yeah, it was a good week. Good. Getting close to Christmas. Yeah, man. Um, we're gonna talk about Christmas traditions. Not traditions. <laughs> what are we what are we gonna do? Um, just what y'all plan on doing for Christmas? You gonna be here? We're gonna be here, dude. We're hosting. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it, man. Are you? Yeah, dude. Getting a turkey, put on the green egg. You know, I'll be in my suburban bag. <laughs> so you're just gonna be your regular. <laughs> Precisely. Got it. Got it. No, I'm looking. And I'll be, I'll be Walker. Literally, Walker. <laughs> we finna cook. I know black. I know black. We really finna cook. I know black. I know. I know. 
Guys, happy holidays to those of you. Uh, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. We're going to go across the board. I mean, you got any more? No. Okay. Just making sure. Um, I'm just looking forward to just chilling, man. Like, we did a little bit of it today. Um, I had like a meeting. I took off, but I had a meeting um, with with another organization, and that took up my morning. But worked out and sat down with the wife. We just watching some corny Christmas movie because she she watches those this time of year, and it just felt good to just kind of like unwind a bit. So I'm looking forward to getting caught up on some movies. Um, I got Disney Plus. So I'm ready to I'm ready to catch up on uh Shane Chi. Have you seen that yet? Black? Yes. Is it good? Yes, it's good. Okay. Um Hawkeye, have you seen it? Shane Chi? Yeah. Yeah, why do you ask me? Because you're not you're not in the Marvel like that. You're on admission. Yeah. It's not like I'm reaching. You said that. True. Am I if I've been honest, my wife wanted to go see you. <laughs> <laughs> so in that lies your answer. You're right. Okay. <laughs> What Eternals? Is that out yet? Yeah. Is that come? Is that out on Disney Plus? It's not Disney Plus. I think it's still in the theater. I know it's in the theater. I've in heard the- terrible things about it. Really? I haven't heard. Oh, it. you're DC. But he still he still watches you. What you about to say? You, I haven't you, heard like good things about it. Really? I mean, I hadn't heard anything. Like it's like I haven't heard anything so either. Hold tight to that Disney Plus. <laughs> so when it does release, you can see how bad it is yourself. I, mean, I don't. I'm talking like I've seen it. I there's plenty of other it. things on Disney Plus well, to enjoy. Well, let's let's. That's 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 disappointing to me. I mean, I'm gonna watch it regardless. Me too. Me too. But you, you again. I think there's almost this mystique now about Marvel in the sense that they can't miss, right? Even though we've known that they have missed before with uh, with with movies in the past, it's just like now. It's just like. You wouldn't think they would come out out the break after after Endgame so soon with a miss. Is that fair? Yeah, but I think now also Spider-Man, now Spider-Man I think is about to be lit. Hey, dude, those previews look. It's about to be lit. Ooh, it's out. It's out now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, well, so movies. What else? Family. Okay. Just kicking it with fam. Just chilling, man. Cool. Just chilling. Yeah, man. So are you off? Yeah. Are you doing like what you used to do back in the day and just like burn all your vacation at the end of the year? To a degree. I, okay. I, I actually carry some some days into the first quarter. Oh. Uh, my wife's birthday is like weeks after Christmas. And so we usually take off or do something. Nice. So I save a little bit for her for us to hang and do our little thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm pretty much the Birmingham Bowl. Auburn is in that. So I'm taking off. For that, because we got to cover that game and the whole nine. So Are y'all gonna be there? Yeah. Well, so nice. I don't know. So the game plan, I'm not sure who's going. Sure, but we will be there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got we got uh, past uh, press credentials to be at the game. Nice. So, yeah. So I didn't tell you too. We got press credentials for basketball too. Dude, for real? Yeah. Like we're like Man, we got that. this button. Yeah. So we go if we want to go catch a game, but it's so tough. 
You know yeah, how it is get, because yeah. you, they play during the week and then, you know, so it, it can be kind of challenging depending on. But there are going to be some interesting games like when we get into conference play. That's what's up. Man. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. So that's so, yeah, I, part of the reason we taking off is to be to do that type stuff and then to just unwind, man. Yeah. Unwind. I ended the year on a really high note and I'm I'm. Yes. You're just going to enjoy yourself. Just going to enjoy myself. Good for you, Walker. You deserve it, bro. I think we all deserve it. Yeah. Even black? Even, especially this guy. Yeah, he's been over there working. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I kind of got my vacation in already. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. Traveling the world. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So, shall we get into it? Yeah. <laughs> You get some more enthusiasm, man. I I just don't know. I don't know. He don't know. He don't know what to do now. I he doesn't know what to do now. You know that's he, what that was. Everybody knows like this is my bag, like the pleasantries and the small talk. So now we're getting the main topic. So I gotta really focus. <laughs> yeah, I gotta turn today's show off. So it's uh, <laughs> should never been on. <laughs> now, as y'all know by now, we have been bringing conversations to the podcast that have originated out of something someone sent in our group chat now. Right. And this week, it was Black's turn to send us something. And we actually read it. <laughs> Shots. I yeah. Mean, wrong, wrong, wrong clip. There you go. <laughs> but Black sent us one. From a YouTube channel, it's. Do you remember, remember the name of it? Because I have, I have the name of where the of who who the clip really belongs to that they was playing. I think the uh, the video was from a uh, website. You know, I might pull it up. Yeah, Pink Lessons or something like that. Pink Lessons. I think is that it? That's what it is. Pink Lessons, and what it is. Okay, let me back up. So, so you have, you have. In the YouTube space, you have what's called... Pink like Book Lessons. Pink Book Lessons. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. So, in the YouTube space, you have what's called... Is, it's it's kind of like this group, this community called the Manosphere. And they talk about issues from a male's perspective. Are we in there? No. <laughs> because we have you. <laughs> well, we got some content. Oh, because, oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Go on. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so, in this sphere is, is like a bunch of content creators. Kevin Samuels will be considered part of the manosphere. We're also you're starting to see women get into this space and actually talk about things that they're seeing women do, holding them accountable, and so on and so forth. So, Pink Book Lessons happens to be an example of such YouTube channel. So they they had a video that came out recently from a page called Eight at the Table. And they had it's it's mixture of men and women talking about relationship, you know, issues, challenges, topics, whatever, right? And so what they was actually talking about in this particular clip is one of the guys was talking about a woman who has dated like had eight relationships failed dating relationships never got proposed to but i think each of those guys went on to get engaged and married or have successful relationships or have successful relationships after her right and so she's still single and so they were talking about okay at this point should she start looking internally at herself 
to determine what's going on with her. So you had different uh, responses to that. One female kind of kind of alluded to the fact that you know, well, just just because a person gets married doesn't mean that it's a it's a you know a healthy relationship or whatever. It's just a fact. Um, but there were then led to conversations about uh, one of the brothers said, "Listen, the issue is that women just don't listen." which I thought was hilarious because not long after he said that the it's women started. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> that was her, the yes. irony in that was yeah. just clutch. Right. So it was just different talking points. One woman made a particular point. I'll, I'll, I'll get to one, uh, something that I wanted to ask you guys, but this was, this was all centered around a woman who've had eight failed relationships and all the guys have gone on to have successful relationships, even get married. What are y'all's thoughts? You you had some thoughts about it, and Gatcher, you was all over it. Yeah. What? How did? How, what? What? What made you feel like this was very compelling? Just cause, man. Just and it's it's based off conversations, a lot of which we've had off air, which I know isn't fair to the listeners. But uh, you, when I watched this, I thought about something the three of us talked about in terms of like how how easy it is for men to identify what we need okay right and so it kind of went without saying that across the landscape of men it's pretty easy to assume that most men's needs are going to be very very cute right you know you three maybe five right Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) oh here we go (laughs) Derek jackson doesn't have music but then we get to the women it's quite easy for me to believe that they don't always know what they want or need. So my thing is with this particular woman, eight fell relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Listening is an issue because I'm taking on the context of, you know, I, don't, I don't know this guy personally, but taking on the context of what we've discussed, I don't think this man's needs in terms of scope would be that saturated. So my thing is, if he's only got a few things he needs, if you were to listen and to take that in, actively listen and take that in, maybe you got four relationships, four failed relationships that are eight. Right. Right. Okay. Like, let me ask you this. Do you think that for the most part, society only encourages women to focus primarily or solely on what they need and not what the man needs. In why other words, why didn't you ask me that? Because it's a conversation for all of us. I'm just asking you guys different questions. You can answer after I finish. I don't mind. You can chime in afterwards too. I think he is here. You do know that, right? <laughs> it's not just you and me. How anymore. long you been? <laughs> okay. This could be your camera for now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> now, what I was going to say is that uh, to your question, I think nowadays it is like most recently, that's how society probably like encourages women. But like in the past, no, I think they were more focused on like marriage and families, but that hadn't been the, the focus lately in society. Yeah. So do you think it, it really has become a very self-centered society in terms of it's what it's about me and what I want? Yeah, because it seems like nowadays women and whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, but it seems like 
they really need to like have security. And if getting that security means they have to do everything for themselves, that's what they're going to do. So they're going to put their security, their future, everything else. Like that's going to be a priority. And that's like with or without a man. And in but, most cases it's been without a man. But let me ask you this though. But even if it is with a man, you never take the next step to determine, Hey, he has some wants. Right. And maybe the reason that he may not be picking you is that just like you have filtered men out of, out of your list or you have eliminated men, you could be being eliminated because you have no, it it hasn't even dawned on you that men have standards too. Mm -hmm. Right. And the guy who may meet your standard, you may not be meeting his. Right. Right. And so I think, when you get to the whole listening aspect, the guys are telling you, Hey, this is what I need from you. But if I've been pandered to by society, right. And I'm always right. I'm always right. You know, they, they say, and we, sometimes we reinforce this even as, as husbands and in marriage, we like, well, she's the boss. Right. And it's almost like the, 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 the sentiment or what's being affirmed in women is that you can't be wrong. And so you end up going from relationship to relationship thinking you're right. He was just tripping girl. He's trifling. Mm -hmm. All my points are valid. Right. And he has none. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. What what do you're you're cooking Walker. And uh, just, just to add a little bit of spice to that or a little bit of validity to that. You and I have talked about it, especially like in TV, like an American TV, the role that the man takes, especially like when it's a black family portrayed, mm-hmm. it's usually a, a backseat to the woman. Like for some for some kind of reason, yeah. society has really leaned into this augmenting the woman. Right. 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 So, yeah, I'm, I say all that to say I'm with you. So. Is it. You, 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 I mentioned something that you agreed with, Gat, and the one of the women um, said that, yeah, just because they get married doesn't mean it is a healthy relationship. You said that is a true statement. Just because that, yeah, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that too. Right. But when she said that, like you were just processing it as that. Yeah. I thought that was a deflection. Yeah, I thought I thought she was purely deflecting, which goes right, right into to the, to the, point. the whole listening part, yeah. because that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, OK, let's accept her premise. Let's just accept it. What 50 percent divorce rate? Let's just assume all eight of yeah. them got married. All eight of the guys got married. OK, let's let's just accept her premise that. Just because they get married doesn't mean it's a good relationship. They could not be healthy. Maybe. Right? Mm-hmm. We accept that premise. So let's just say four of the eight had no business getting married. What that tells me is that you missed out on four husbands. Because there were four that are married, that, that are still married. Right? You missed on four of them. There are women, there are some women out here that don't get that many opportunities. So 
So obviously we're talking about a very attractive woman. Mm. I didn't think about that part. We're talking about a very attractive woman that had that many opportunities, right? Was it? Was it the woman sitting on the far left in the clip? No, 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 no. no, no, no. They were just uh, talking in general. Like, oh, so I think you know some, how you I think, have like, you I have think like Reddit forums. Yeah, I think. I was someone, about to solidify her attractiveness. <laughs> she was attractive, though. <laughs> yeah, she was. But she was the one that was trying to like spread the blame. Like, it could be the man, it could right. be the woman. Like, okay. no, nah, it okay. takes two to tango. Da da da. But I'm yeah. like, no. But you're the common denominator. Like, this woman is the common denominator, sis. So at some point, it, it, it took me what two relationships that had similar outcomes for me to be like, all right, I need to change. What's going on with me? You know what I mean? It, it, I didn't have to keep going down a cycle. Right. And I think it's so easy for people. It's so easy to just continue, especially if you're very attractive and it comes easy for you. Meeting people and dating comes easy because of, of your, your, your value in the dating market it's easy for you to just move on to someone else and not deal with your stuff. It's in singleness and solitude when it gets real quiet, where you got to deal with you. If you chose, if you so choose to. And for the woman who's had that many opportunities, you, you, you can't at some point you have to acknowledge. Yeah. We're accepting your deflection with ma'am that not all those relationships will, are, are going to pan out or be healthy. Let's just take 50% because that's the, that's the percentage of marriages. That's fair. But you missed four husbands. Why did you miss four husbands? And that's the question that a person has to, that, that woman has to at, ask herself. Why did she miss out on four husbands? What you got? You're making me think about a lot. I don't know if I can share this. What would prevent why, you from why, sharing? Why, and why would you preface it if you can't share it? Because it may it may contain spoilers. I'm I'm applying what you're saying to insecure. Oh boy, should, ahead, I, should I stay? Should, if if I need to, if I need to warn the listeners. Yes, this this these comments may contain spoilers. If you're into insecure, is this are you talking about season five? No, no, no. I'm talking about before season five. I'm if talking about up to if, season if four. If you haven't seen it yet, that's your bad. Going. The show's been out a long time. It's been out a while. If I'm watching it, it's been out entirely too long. Um, but I think about I think about Molly's character, right? Mm-hmm. And Molly kind of going through the same thing. Like she is realizing where I am now. She's realizing like her past relationships with with good guys are all ending in a similar way, right? So she, I think about I think about the maturation of Molly and her reluctance mm-hmm. to really look into herself and see. What is it about me? Right? right. She she she's even gone to therapy, right? And it's still it, she she tried it. She, she tried it. She went to a building. Go ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but like you your 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 comments are making me think, what is it? What is it about women that make them so reluctant to change when you've got this many key experiences that are happening right in front of you? I don't know if that's an exact list. I think it's exhaustive, right? But I think one thing that I can hint on for a lot of women is that they they feel they've been they've convinced themselves that they have a lot of time. When in reality, you got a small window. They do because who who talks about the bio clock? Women, women, yeah. Guys will never bring that up. Yeah, 
Well, to your point about Molly, you know, the thing she kept saying that was troubling was she kept saying should. She kept saying all the things that she should have. Right. And when she didn't have those things she felt she should have, that would ruin relationships. Like, she felt like she she deserved a certain level of certain things. And she need to focus on what she actually can have and what she actually should have. Mm. Than what she should have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I You know what? I will, I will say... To that point, Black, uh, I was going to wait and share this, but I'll go ahead and just put it out there now just, just so I can reiterate it at a later time when we have more guests on. Mm-hmm. Is I'm married to my beautiful wife. Next year, it'll be 10 years, Gatry, that we'll be married. You're on year 12 or 13? 13. 13. Yeah. So it'll be 14 next year. Or will it be 13 next year? Which one? Dude, I don't know. He got to call his it. wife. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll do the math later. So <laughs> what I've learned in being married is marriage is about service. And society isn't teaching people that. A lot of people look at the relationship from the standpoint of we we we've taken our cues from Hollywood. It's gonna be this amazing, exhilarating experience, euphoric experience. We get the we get we both got our own. We both got bags. We both taking trips. The sex is incredible. It's exhilarating. They're when they poop, it smells like potpourri. Like it's just, you know what I mean. It's just fantasy. But what makes the like once you get in there. It's about service to one another. And that's where the work comes into play. But when I see a lot of, I see a lot of people dating, it's never about what can I bring into this relationship? Going back to whole, you know, Molly's example. She never thought about, hey, how, what can I bring into this for this guy? What can, how can I be of assistance to him? How can, this is a good dude. How can I make his world even better? Right? It's about me. It's about what I want. It's about what I deserve. It's about, and if you don't fit into this fantasy that I've conjured up for myself, then you're not good enough. I'm settling. I'm this, I'm that. And what ends up happening is women start going through and men and men as well, but I see it with women. You start going through guys and then you get down the road in life and look back like, ugh. I mean, I let some guys go that I probably shouldn't have. Once it hits you that, hey, you're running out of time, fertility is starting to dwindle. You got to get in where you fit in. And these standards that a lot of people have start because, and it's not so much that you're settling is that you're realizing what's really important. Right. And so what I would just tell people is instead of worrying about what other folk are doing out in this dating world, worry about yourself because you have to bring something into this relationship in order for it to be something of substance. Mm. You have to, a better me makes a better us. Remember, you learned that from my in-laws when they did like us. Yes. I learned that when I start working on me, our marriage got even better. 
But I was always looking for her to stop doing this or her to change her to do this. But when I started working on me, our marriage took off. The principle still works in dating work on yourself. And then you don't have to have these eight, nine, 10 exes who were tripping and who da 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 da. If you work on yourself, someone's going to see you and realize I can't do life without you. You're what I need. You're what I'm looking for. When you do the work, when you find out what men need, become that work on yourself and have the mentality that, Hey, I'm, I am one half of a team of servants in this marriage and I'm here to do my part, my duty, my role. Right. Right. When you have that mentality, someone will find you. I'm convinced of it because we're looking as men. True. We're looking for it and stop allowing society to pander to you and tell you what you want to hear, not what you need to hear. Mm. Okay. Silence. No, I mean, yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you, I mean, even if any of my deepest of ways, I can't find a way to disagree with you, even though I want to. Deepest of ways. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to pull in this Derrick Jackson energy, and I can't. Yeah, the only thing that came to my mind was, like, I heard a a quote, but it was it was about marriage this week. It was uh, someone was quoting uh, Coach K's wife from Duke. Mm-hmm. And they were asking her, like, it had to be pretty hard for her to, like, be married to a guy like that all these years. And what she said was, like, as far as their marriage... She could say every day there wasn't love in that marriage, but there was always commitment. Mm. That's the new, that's the new love to me. That's the new L word to me is commitment is we don't preach commitment because that's really what your marriage is about. I know, I know this hits you. Is commitment enough? Is love enough? Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Is commitment enough? Well, Is commitment well, enough? Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you about love in a minute, okay? Act like I didn't say that. I'll answer that's your question. That's easy. <laughs> commitment. What does it mean to commit? I means regardless of what happens, I'm going to see this through whatever I've applied said commitment to. Okay. When I I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the example at the top of my head. 530 this morning, exercising, the workout calls for 20 push-ups. At 16, when you can't feel your arms, mm-hmm. still finding a way to get those last four in. Or just showing up and doing them um, and moving. Yeah, what you gotta do more than show up. But I, I, I'm, and moving. I said moving. Because okay. sometimes you burn out, sometimes you but you're moving. You're True. you're 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 in there. Right. Some something that instructors always say, if you mess up. Keep moving. Keep doing something. Right. Right. Don't just stop. Right. Right. What I mean is, is that I told my wife this week, I saw it. I, I, told, I said, because we're, we're talking about health and fitness, still talking about commitment. I said, babe, I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, Here's what we're going to do. It's Tuesday. Let's eat some tacos. Let's chill. Tomorrow, we back on it. We recharged, whatever, because we we told each other we're not stopping. Stop means we don't we don't go back to to working out. We don't go back to our meal plan. We don't go back to our prep. We don't go back to that. We're committed to it. 
Doesn't mean that we're going to do it every day because sometimes we have to rest. Let's let's enjoy hanging out and tomorrow we pick it back up because that's commitment, right? That means every day isn't going to be perfect. Every day is not going to go the way you thought it was going to go. But the next day, we're going to get right back on the plan. Everything I said in front of in front of God and a crowd of witnesses, I'm committed to. Right. It's more than just staying together. I'm committed to you. Remember, I said marriage is about service. So I'm committed to serving my wife. That's what I'm committed to. So if I'm committed to focusing on her needs, if I'm committed to that and she's committed to me. Heck, yeah, that's enough. Because that tells me that if I have a bad day, she has a bad day. Tomorrow comes around, I'm back on the same program because we are committed to what we said we were going to do to God and in a crowd of witnesses, right? So some days is going to be easier than others because I feel the love. Oh, the love is so abundant. But then there's other days I don't feel the love. Just like some days I get up and I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like eating this meal. I don't feel like drinking a gallon of water. My feelings are irrelevant because I'm committed to doing the work. So doggone it, I'm going to do the work. Commitment, in my opinion, trumps love every day of the week because that's action. That's me doing what I said I was going to do. Is love enough? I don't. Th- I don't think love's enough. I agree. <laughs> Man, you can have but agree after that sermon. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I still have my. I still have my opinions on that, and and, Which and I, I I disagree in the health in the healthiest of ways. Go on. This is, we're pie. This get get it out. I want to hear it. Let let's. Let, I'm gonna think back to our our recording last week. Okay. About I'm off sex. Sure. Is that a lack of commitment? Is that a lack of commitment on whose part? On the wife's part, because because our, our pretense of that was a wife telling her husband in her late thirties that she's just not having sex anymore for whatever reason that we don't know. That's a we lack of commitment. That's a lack of commitment. Yes, but she she's there. Just like you're there, you just said in the example we gave about working out, just showing up ain't enough. Right. You said showing up and moving. Right. Now, I take sex off the table. That 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 erodes all of my commitment? Question mark. All of your commitment? Yeah. It does. Does it erode all of it? Not all of it. But you didn't say that when you took those vows, and you didn't tell him that before you got married. That hey, somewhere in this marriage, I'm gonna probably cut well, the. Well, sense. No, Walker, Walker, you got to be realistic. You got to be realistic about as, what? as convoluted as and what? as complicated as women are. There's no way for a woman to predict a woman to predict that in her early twenties. Is the Derrick Jackson music here yet? There's no way for a woman to predict that. How do you? How's a woman gonna know? Like, like, and and, and think of it from my vantage point. You're a woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> you walk right yeah, into yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, I Go ahead. That. It was well played. Uh, oh, no, like I look at my wife. 
right? Mm-hmm. My wife has had two kids. Her body's gone through a lot of changes, okay. right? A lot in terms of her body has gone on since we said, I do. But okay. there's no there's no way as, as I'm putting this ring on my wife's finger that she's thinking, you know, I'm going to have two kids with this dude one day, and I'm just not going to feel like having sex anymore. There's no way for her to know that. So let's be fair. But why is she not having sex? Well, we don't know that. We, we, that's that's pretty important. It is. It is. And I, and I think I think it's worth it to find out why that is. I'm dealing based on the pretense of our recording last week, right? But you remember so, what so, I said. So, yeah. go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. But go ahead, but but, but thinking of that, thinking of that, can that woman still say, even though I'm off sex, I'm still committed to you. I'm still committed to us. She can say it. Is it truth? Is it truth? No. Because okay, okay. Now, 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 now she's checking all the other boxes. Here's where here's no, you can't check all the other boxes. How? Because when I last week when I talked about this, I I opened up a whole list of things that we have to have to go down and, and discuss, right? Why do you not want to have sex anymore? That's the that's the See, tipping now, point of this now, conversation. I'll now, give you that. I'll give you that. Now, we, now I'm challenging you to communicate to me. Now you got to be real with me. You got to talk to me. Is there something going on with you? Is there something going on with us? Am I turning you off? Do I stink? Do I? You know what I mean? Like, what's go? Is there a problem that led you to the conclusion? Because see, what you did was you came up with a solution to a problem I didn't know existed. Right? That solution serves you, but it creates another problem for me and for us. Right? So it's difficult for you to come up with a I can't come up if we and my if me and my wife have a problem and I come up with a solution that she's not that she doesn't agree with. Yeah, I'm the leader of the household. But if that's a bad solution, trust and believe there's going to be problems with me and her and vice versa. So you can say I'm committed just like I can say I'm a truck. If you're not behave, if you're not showing commitment to this man, if you're not being transparent with this man, if you're not being honest with this man, about why you don't want to have sex, what's going on with you knowing he needs sex, how can you in good faith say that you committed with that to that man knowing you don't have any intentions of meeting his need? Jeopardy music. Go ahead. We got it. No, no, no. I I've I've got constructive thoughts here. I just think they're I think they're redundant. But but from from what I when I'm gathering from you one failed act can break commitment. It can definitely, yes, absolutely. If I go out and I'm I'm in a woman's DMs and it gets back to my wife. Does that break commitment? It could. It could. You're saying the lack of sex definitely does, but me me sliding in DMs could. It could, depending on the woman and depending on your wife. If that's a deal breaker for her. Could be. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've got a heavier thought and impression of commitment. And Walker, what? If, if, if I can even borrow some of your sermon, right? One of the key points of your sermon in 
in uh, breaking down what commitment is in a marriage is I'm still going to show up. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So why can't why can't we say, OK, so you you revealed to me today that you're off sex, but you're still here. So where's the hope for tomorrow that that may change? Where's the hope for tomorrow? Yeah. Doesn't commitment fuel that? Sure. Sure. I mean, does it does it feel that? You don't know that. This is why communication is so important. I get it. And, and this is and, why communication is so important. And, and, that, and this, see, this topic, Walker, we need, didn't have a lot of context on. I don't, need, I don't even know if it's fair to use this in terms of justifying commitment. I don't even know if you can build a theology of hope around a person who ain't telling you what's going on. Now, if she's telling you what's going on, yes. Because you remember what I said. You got something to if, deal with. Yeah. That makes sense. That ma- I, I want to have sex, but I have a we have a problem. Right. Cool. Let's work all, on all it. All that we know from the fest hall was that they see, were off sex for whatever reason. For whatever reason. But but I, I, I took an approach that says, hey, we're going to, we, we got to, okay, you don't want to have sex. I can't, I can't accept that. I'm sorry. I'm not accepting that. You got to give me more than you just decided you don't want to have sex. You can't hit me with that bombshell and I don't have questions. Right? Right. So if we find out that that we, if we identify the issue and she wants to work through it, I want to work through it. Right? Then yes. We in there, 10 toes down. But if you're not being honest with me, See, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand is you're looking at it solely off sex. No, I look at it as off sex. For what? You don't, you're not communicating to me what's going on. You don't even want to work on it. You, you remember what led to this, right? So that, there's a breakdown. There's several breakdowns, right? You just see the no sex part. I'm seeing an insensitivity. To my needs, in indifference to my to my needs, indifference to my feelings, not talking to me, not being honest. Where am I? How, how am I doing? Black? Like, you, do you see that breakdown? Yeah. That's now, now, when you're adding those, yeah, those are road commitment. I was are, looking at it as one thing. Okay. Those are several issue red flags. Right. Like alarms are going off. Right. So that's what I'm saying is. You and it's okay that you took that issue because that's an example when we talk about commitment. Okay, where is your commitment on the wife's part? What is your commitment at this point? Where are you on this? Because there's several things you're not doing that led to you saying, telling me you're not having sex. Where are you in this relationship? And that was my and that was my whole thing towards the end while I would be out because I had to ask you. Okay, you're not thinking through. Where does this end? With me being with somebody who's not talking to me, is indifferent to my feelings and my needs, not willing to, not willing to even be intimate with me, not close to me. And by the way, people in the comment section was like, "Yo, she probably cheating." No comments. The comments for us? No, for for the festival. Yeah, people were like, "She probably cheating." Yeah, it's easy to possibility. Don't know that possibility, but my my point is assumption though. But my point is, it's not just as simple as a woman just saying I'm not having sex. There's 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 issues. There's a catalyst, yeah. There's issues there. Okay. So when you talk about commitment, 
it's the whole thing, bro. It's the whole thing. See, issues are going to happen in a, in a marriage, but are you committed to working through those things, humbling yourself, rolling up your sleeves and working on it? And that's where most people fall short. They don't want to work. Same reason people don't show up for that class in the morning. They don't want to work. They want the end result, but they don't want to work. Commitment says, I want this so bad, I'm willing to do the work. You think that's why people take the easy way out of a lot of marriages? Yeah. Marriage is hard work. It's work. It's hard just, work. It's Call hard. it what it is, Walker. No. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be. You make it hard work. You make it hard work. Well, then it's hard work. <laughs> yeah. It's work, but it's, it's, it's just like the person who's working their dream job. They don't describe it as hard. It's like hard work. So I guess if people are getting ma- uh, divorced and a reason could be because they're not putting in the work on their next, re- their next relationship, they're looking for... A easier job with marriage like I mean what are they looking for if they no, if marriage is always going to be hard work and they their last marriage was successful what are their expectations for their next marriage they think it's going to be easier or it's hard to answer that question it, that's now that's nuanced that's all that's it's tough to answer that quick because I don't know I, again, context, context yeah. I don't know how they why they I got divorced. I was not feeling I, like they're looking for like a relationship that's not as much work is what I'm I guess well, I'm trying to get at. Well it, and it, it, it does it like go, that it goes, exists. It's go it goes back to what Walker said. You're gonna find yourself in the same boom. You're gonna find yourself back because again again the new car smell is gonna wear off. Right. And but, then you're gonna be back to the same. But but if you know you, what I mean? if you've worked on yourself and you're honest with that work that you've put into yourself, whatever the outcome of that's going to determine the landscape of whatever marriage you get into after that. And you should back to that sister that started all of this. You have to start learning from your experiences. That's the that's the big problem. You're not getting better as a person. If you're not getting better, you're going to people who find themselves in the same cycle aren't growing. Simple as that. You're just not growing because if you start growing, you'll realize, you know what? I've seen this movie before. I've seen this. This ain't good. You know what I mean? But if I'm just going through the most, you keep running to the same chick, the same female, the same outcome. You're not growing. Because you should have seen that a mile ago. You got to do the work on yourself and grow to where you know what you want and what you don't want. So that when you do see it, a hint of it, you ain't entertaining that. Right? Right. So so when we say, go ahead. What do women need to listen to? What do women need to listen to? Yeah. Just, just going, going back to, to, I think to this topic. Single what do, women? Yeah. Single women, here's what single women need to do. Single women need to find some married men that they trust. 
I'll I'm wait. A, you good? No, no, take your time. Take your time. Get collect yourself. Collect yourself. Me and Black will be here when you're ready. <laughs> okay. I'm here. I did. Okay. Find some married men that you some co-workers, friends, and start asking them questions. What makes you what what's the best thing you like about your wife? And just what are some things you wish your wife would do? Just so not necessarily listen to the man. What do you mean? It, taking the context of the single woman, eight fell relationships. From your answer, she needs to listen to. She needs to go to therapy and listen to the therapist and listen to the therapist. Okay, but not necessarily the men she's dating. Because that's how that's how I took it. Okay, let's start over. You're asking, what does that woman need to listen to? That woman needs to go to therapy. And also, if she's brave enough, ask the men. That she dated. What, what did was I, where, where did I go wrong? Ooh. And take that to Ooh. therapy with her therapist and work that out. I'm catching chills for all the black women listening. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to ask her eight guys in good faith. Where, what was the biggest headache about me in each of them? And take that straight to a therapist and get to work. Now, for single women, you need to start having conversations in good faith with some 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 married men, good dudes, and ask them what are some things and see the things they tell you. Write it down and start thinking about applying that thing. Because these are dudes who you respect. So if you want a guy like that, why don't you take cues from them in terms of what they want? Don't talk to your girlfriends. Don't talk to other women. Stop talking to them. Talk to men because you want a man. Get him to tell you and lay out for you what you should work on in your singleness. No vibes from that? No. No, think it's a tall order, but I, I agree. <laughs> tall order and what? To listen? Uh, to listen? Uh, women women, women got to get over themselves to do that. And that's not happening anytime soon because we talked about it, how we are in society right now, about how we, how, we, how we treat women, which I'm not saying, well, I am saying it's a bad thing. But this pedestal we're building is just, it's I ain't too... <laughs> It's it's too strong at this point for a woman to ever think. Well, someone is. I mean, some famous person once said, "Then if you're not gonna do it, then buy a dog." I mean, just look at the results. Wow, buy a dog. You ain't got to do it. You don't have to do it at all. You can you can continue. You can continue to think your ish don't stink. You keep running to a brick wall. <laughs> you can continue to think that time is. Hmm. <laughs> Ticking. Prillist. Got to start out with the victims in the Midwest, Kentucky, Illinois, those yeah. deadly tor- tornadoes, I think a week ago. That's, that's, that's what I got on my. You got that sure, too. You got sure. any, you got any stats there? I mean, it, this, think, was, this was hard I for me. Think, to 
And then this was in Kentucky. Right. I don't know in other surrounding areas, but I, I heard the count was up to 77 people. Yeah. Yeah. So certain parts of Illinois got hit too. Yeah. Um, what thought, you got over there? Notebook. So our thoughts and prayers are with those affected. Um, and that that's, that's terrible. You see that with that factory oh that got goodness. flattened. Yes, dude. I was like, man, it looked like that factory was made out of paper after that tornado got horrifying, man. People were in that. Like that was, that's crazy. Um, Definitely our thoughts and prayers. You got anybody else? Man, I don't know if y'all have been watching the Haiti situation, man. um, Just this year alone, there's been more than 460 kidnappings, right? Most of these are people that have been dispatched to Haiti to provide aid and relief since the assassination of their former prime minister or president. So essentially what has happened, and and Haiti's been dealing with a level of civil unrest even while this former prime minister or president was in power. But man, since his assassination, things have just really gone off the deep end. And I mean... Dude. I mean, that was pretty wild in yeah. itself. Well, well, like, it seems like little factions of gangs have formed in Haiti. And they're all just, like, vying for turf and vying for power to the point of where, like, people like the UN are not sending trucks in anymore because these trucks are being pirated, right? Mm. And, of course, the gangs are taking all the goods that are meant for the people who, you know, are under no, you know, government leadership or anything. So the measures that certain organizations are having to take to get aid to Haiti just really causing a lot of strife, man. And like no one seems to have the answers. But um man, I just read some of these numbers and I was just like, Lord, I, I I had not really thought about Haiti since the since the assassination, but things are really, really bad. So uh that man, my prayers are definitely with Haiti for sure. Same. You got anybody else? That's all. Prayer list? I mean, uh, uh, praise report. Megan the Stallion, dude. You graduated from Texas Southern. With a bachelor's degree in health administration. Yeah, man. Shout out to her. So congrats. Talk her. about somebody who didn't really have to, but did it anyway. She's setting a great example for a lot of folks out there, man. Shall we get Doherty? No, you don't. You don't have any more praise reports. As predicted, you took mine. Oh, was that yours? Yeah, oh, I didn't see it one? over there. Flavor Flav, man, did y'all hear about this guy? No, he's in a car dude, accident. No, well, kind of. This dude's driving right, and this huge boulder rolls off the side of this cliff, hits the side of his car. They said this dude was inches from death, and if you see the car, oh my goodness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, praise that this guy's still here. My word! Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I know he was in an accident of some sort, Sheesh. but uh, I didn't know that's what was going on. So no, I'm glad a uh, uh, crisis was averted there. That's, that's that's terrible. You got any more? Nope. Okay. Kish, can we get Doherty now? Sure. Me first. Um, I was. I'm gonna take another one of yours, so maybe it's right that you go first. Travis Hunter. Yes, I was gonna snatch that one from you, Walker. We are going to talk about this. 
Okay. I need to let you develop it first before I... Uh, yeah, because I don't think people know who Travis Hunter is, but, you know, we were already here. Just, Travis Hunter is considered by... I don't know if it was multiple. I know one for sure recruiting service had him as a number one recruit committed to Florida State. Um, as you guys know, the, the early signing day period has just passed, as you're hearing this, almost like maybe like a week ago now. Um, this guy who was pretty consistent in his commitment to FSU. Um, even though FSU did not have as good of a season, a regular season, he kept reaffirming his commitment to Florida State. I'm committed to Florida State. Well, in the ninth hour, uh, as a matter of fact, on the day of the early signing day period. Did you see what he did? This kid, <laughs> no, what did he do? This is where you. Okay, dude, you know, uh, signing day culture is you you sit in front of a table with a series of hats. You pick one, you put it on, everybody celebrates. This dude picked the Florida State hat, <laughs> put it on his head, took it off, did a Bobby Schmurda toss, <laughs> only to unzip his jacket with a JSU shirt on under it. <laughs> so... <laughs> That, I mean, hey, if you're a Seminole, you're butt hurt by that. But go, go ahead. <laughs> Ooh, I know the things that the FSU fans Ooh. called him. Um, their head coach, you know his name, Mike Norvell. Mike Norvell. Mike uh, hashtag Fire Mike Norvell was trending. <laughs> that should have been trending well before. This, before. This. Well, no, it was well. They did retrend. It's a retrend. Um, but yeah, so allegedly there's this fire NIL deal that this kid is perhaps going to get, uh, as a, as a part of this, like he's going to, he's going to have money from what I've read at least a million dollars. I heard two at least. Okay. Um, Barstool, who I think Deion Sanders has. Yeah. So. It, it makes sense. Um, but there was some pushback from people in the media about this. Gat, did you hear? Yes. Is that what you wanted to talk about? Um, not really. I was gonna share the good light on it, but let let's let's let's, let's cover the, this whole thing. Let's no, cover we're gonna share the good light by debunking some of this stupidity I that think we that's hear. Fair. Okay. That's fair. Um so I'm I'm familiar with this guy. Um I'm familiar with this guy, Doug Gottlieb. Remember oh, that name? Oh, yeah. I don't like listening to him. Sometimes he fills in for like other shows, and I'm like, uh, what's the what's the dude's name? Colin Coward. Colin Coward. He fills in for him sometimes. Yeah. I've, I've seen him do that. Uh, why you don't like him, but uh, Black? I don't like some of his takes. That's all. He's gonna love this one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you said you want to hear one? Pull up a chair, Black. <laughs> what a hit, hit go. <laughs> so Doug Gottlieb uh, tweeted, Twitter celebrating a kid making an obvious mistake is hilarious. Now, this was met with a few people re- like tweeting back at him. People like Jamel Hill, uh, Roland Martin. Now, he answered Roland Martin. Um, he says, y'all see the sheer arrogance of folks like Doug Gottlieb. He got him at Gottlieb show. So he thinks it's a mistake that Travis Hunter is headed to an HBCU. 
Care to explain why going to an 11 and 1 team and not a 5 and 7 FSU team is a mistake, Doug? Oof. You know, now, for for all now finish him. Ro- ro- <laughs> yeah, Roland, Roland has some spice on that one. Um like people like Jamel Hill, Bakari Sellers. Um definitely res- Now he re- this is what Bakari Sellers responded to. Now Doug actually answered Roland Martin. Check out what he tweeted. At Roland Martin, HBCU football doesn't have close to the same support athletically, academically, medically, and they play an inferior schedule with inferior teammates. I'm addition of football ends any person would prefer to be and that it kind of cuts off based on what I I'm seeing. I am the least racist Oh, oh, sorry. Didn't, didn't mean to hit that button. Must have slipped. Woof. Just let us know what you're thinking, huh, Doug? Um, thoughts? I got, I got so many here, right? Um, Speak to <laughs> Walker, and because I like to tell stories. In 2011, there was a prized recruit out of the state of South Carolina named Jadevian Clowney. Mm-hmm. At my point in life, I became obsessed with finding out where Jadevian Clowney was going to announce that he was going to play college ball. At the time. My beloved Crimson Tide were in the mix. We were, it, w- it was us in South Carolina, right? Um, so he picked South Carolina. And I remember how disgusted I was. And I remember how quickly I shifted the narrative on Jadevian Clowney that was great only minutes before he decided to go to South Carolina. Walker, this is the point in my life to where I had to realize I, I'm not emotionally capable to keep up with recruiting like this. But you know what I you know what I dug deep and really realized, Walker? Mm-hmm. These are kids, just like I was. <laughs> These are kids. Sure. 17, 18. Sure. Kids. Sure. So I I hear I hear what you're saying. I've seen some of the, the Doug Gottlieb's things, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's different because you get paid for your opinion on these types of things. And if everyone had the same opinion of their kids, are they're, they're going to choose whatever. You, we can't predict. We can't put too much stake in the choices that they make. Then we won't have we won't have any clickbait. We may not even have a topic, right? Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say, <laughs> whether it's nil, whether it's Mike Norvell, whatever. This man, Travis Hunter, is entitled. To choose who he wants to and Whoever he chooses has nothing to do With me because he's only Got one chin strap on that helmet <laughs> And that's going to be him Regardless It's sad man it's sad And this is why now and th- this is No shade because I, I know I know I, I Value what you're doing at the war Rapport, But this is why me knowing how Emotionally incapable I am This is why I cannot get involved In recruiting I cannot I can't do it anymore. I get it. Now, when we get to the good stuff, I have more stuff to share. This is going to sound wild, but bear with me. I'm taking the scenic route. I understood what Doug was trying to say, but he needs a writer. <laughs> 
<laughs> he needs a writer because I understand exactly what he was trying to say. All he was trying to say was you're playing in a power five conference. You're going to get a lot of exposure, especially if you're good. You're going to be playing against the Clemsons and the Clemsons. Cause that, that, that conference that Clemson is down. incredible. So you're going to get some exposure to show what uh, I got that you're going to get some, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Hit go hit the, there you go. So I understood the point he was making, but he's wrong because he doesn't know if this was a mistake or not. Number one, NIL has changed the landscape and he's, it's allowed schools like a Jackson state to be competitive, especially if your head coach is Deion Sanders. Second of all, Deion is really connected to the NFL. Just like Mike Norv. Don't do that. Hey, he was connected to Florida State. That's that's the sweet iron of this <laughs> that I love that I know he's getting to. Right. Deion could even replace Mike Norville one day. But we're going to talk about it now. Now, now, there's no one that I, I don't think that I think there's a plethora of people Dion can get on the phone today and say, hey, man, Swag Championship is coming up. Can you send a few scouts to come check out this cornerback that, that I've been coaching and developing? You guys got to check him out. He's good. You'll probably hear the plane landing before he hangs up. Dion. Already, and we didn't talk about this, a few weeks ago had Brittany Renner come to the school to talk to the players about life stuff. Well. <laughs> I know, but I know. <laughs> I framed it as life stuff, okay? Okay? But what coach is doing that? What coach is getting that message over in that effective way to the players, Right? Who do you trust your son with? Dion or Norvell? Who's still trying to find his way at Florida State. And whose seat is getting warmer by the day. Dion just won a conference champion. I mean, he just won the conference. And is in year is it two? Two? You're two? Okay. That went eleven and one. So and he's getting to <laughs> What he's what he's got coming? Oh God, Jesus! It's, it's that. Listen, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. You've seen the transfers he's got? Yes, yes. And you want to know what his recruiting pitch is? Give me two years. Mm. Just give me two years. Enjoy your NIL deal for two years. If you want to transfer out, I know Nick Saban up the street. Did a commercial with him the other day. I'll tell him about about you. You want to leave? Let me know. I'm gonna set you up nice. You get you you want that exposure? I can get you better exposure. But come play with me. Let me let me develop you. Let me coach you up. You a cornerback? <laughs> Would you look at that? I used to play cornerback. Hall of Fame. Let me coach you up. Let me coach you up. Doug, you have no way of knowing that that's a mistake. If anything, I say it would have been a mistake to not take that deal. Yes. To go play for a Hall of Fame coach who played the same position 
you played Hall of Fame player who's who's probably on his way to being a Hall of Fame coach at the rate he's yeah Hall of Fame player yeah yeah so Doug 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 okay what you got I love it for HBCUs I love it when what I love it gonna go to a game dude but but no probably but this this is this is the dream State comes in listen Jackson State comes to ASU A&M they do that game gonna be jumping jumping they've been jumping jumping but but dude this is the foundation of a dream yeah you know what I mean because we've all we've always thought about this what if some of these top players go to HBCUs? Well, here we are. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it, Walker. I love I'm it. I'm here for it. What you got next, bro? Walker, Common and Tiffany Haddish broke up. But yeah. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna focus on that part. Common says they weren't feeding the relationship. Discuss her trash. Trash. I just need a few seconds to collect myself, then I'm back. Want me heavy out? They weren't committed. We 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 trashed it, Black. We got to move on. We're waiting for the next topic. Can I ask you something? Since he's since in his feelings right now, it better not be about this because we've trashed it. Didn't you think that they were an odd couple to begin with? That's yeah. Okay. You didn't? Oh, he's being petty. Never mind. I'm not being petty. I'm honoring your trashing. I told you to do that. You trashed it. This oh. is an agreement we had. Is it? Yes. I'm committed to the agreement. <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> now, I want to ask this. Uh, I'm going to preface this. Con- uh, Kanye is begging for Kim to come back to him. Okay? So what I want to ask is... As a husband, you're married to someone and y'all are separated. Where do you draw the line in terms of asking your wife to come back? Right, this discuss too. or trash. Discuss this or trash. Discuss this. You got to give me more than that. Because, I mean, what, what, what it, we're, we're basing it based on, based upon what we know about Kim Ye and their breakup. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I don't know much about it. Like, what are her reasonings for leaving him? What are her reasonings? Yeah. He crazy. Okay. So, <laughs> if you agree with that. Like, what? Like, if you agree with that, that's, this is an easy discussion. Okay. So, you know, he had the Hoover show, and he was saying he basically made a plea. To, you know how he does his shows, and he just starts just I love vom- vomiting. I love it. I bet you do. Oof. Bet you do. Bet you do. Oh, if only you could rap. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> so he can t- like he was he was like I'm not gonna par- I'm gonna paraphrase, but during the show he was making a plea for Kim to come back. Meanwhile, Kim is out here living. <laughs> so my question. Is at what point do you draw the line? 
in terms of begging and pleading for your wife to come back who appears to clearly be over you? Mr. Commitment. Oh, that's what, this is what we doing? This is what we doing? Because, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to answer this, but help me out because I have not been following this closely. It, the divorce is not final. They are still legally married. Okay. Oh, well, this is easy. This is easy. If it's me and I'm crazy like Kanye and we're still legally married. Time out. You're crazy like Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> what an omission Holy smoke Dude I I am going balls to the wall Until It is official Okay, Regardless of Pete Davidson Is that his name? Yeah Regardless Who cares? Even if he is like Doing what Lawrence did to Tasha and Insecure Knocking it down? Have I seen it? Do you have to? Mm-hmm you know what grown people do, but but I, I'm trying to I'm trying to tag face down. But look, he got Kim. But look at Kim down. though. Look at Kim though. We've all we've all seen Kim, seen Kim get knocked down. Yeah, before you. So then, what's the difference? Not during. After how many kids? And marriage. If it was if it was that real to me, yeah, I'm pulling out all the stops. I said that. I think I said that last week or whatever. Yeah. That was a you, but that was a different context. Okay, if it's me, yeah, yeah. If I if I have access to an arena such as Kanye, I am pouring my heart out. I do not care. I'm in love with this woman. Black. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> you and your wife are separated, and. She's out here. She's she she has returneth to the streets. Do you beg for her to come back to you? Pleading to come back to you, knowing she has returned to the streets. I wouldn't. Why not? She chose to leave. She chose to leave for a reason. And she's moved on, apparently. To quote um, the great literary poet, Sean Carter, good girl's gone bad. She's gone forever. Gone forever. Um, Kanye and Gatry would need to collectively hold this L. Because Kanye West had ample opportunity to fix this between him and Kim. The moment Kim started being, because see, there's one, it's one thing. Here's what I have what I gleaned from this. I'll, I understand how fragile Kanye's ego is. Okay. And the thing with Kanye and the thing that I'm learning about Kim is it's one thing to be dating someone and it's on the low. You don't want people to find out, right? 
an argument can be made. It's an argument. You have to agree with it. An argument can be made that the person still has a vested interest in their marriage if they're keeping it on the low. An argument can be made for that, right? Kim ain't keeping this on the low. Kim is out in public with it. Let's make sure the camera catches us holding hands so they can run with something, right? So not only are you out here with other dudes, you out in the open with it. You where the pap's going to see you, right? Which tells me if you are doing that, you're done. Everything up to the point where we sign these papers is a formality. I have lost you. I've lost you now. And Kanye again had ample opportunity before she ever, for, for Pete ever had a shot. He could have gotten his wife back when he was up in Wyoming living by himself. He could have fixed this. Could he have not? Perhaps. Now you see a dude holding your wife's hand. Now you feel away. I would too, Kanye. I'll be honest with you. I feel away too if I saw someone holding my wife's, not even ex-wife, wife's hand, and I know, I know they getting it in. I would feel away too. I would be hurt too. But guess what? Guess who I would have to hold responsible for that? myself because I pushed her to that point he could have fixed this now he now he is simping hard I mean what does it say that she's comfortable wanting their relationship that's what I'm saying in front of the kids too that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying like that I didn't ignore that. Like that when, when you when she got public with it, oh, oh, it's over. Keep fighting, my brother. Keep hope alive. What you got? I'm committed. Even if she's not. And about her, my man. What you got? Stephen Curry. That was mine. God, I'm glad we're here. That was your shout out. No, oh, you got your shout out? No. No, this is Dora. Go ahead. Okay. This is Steph- my, I, this is my last I'm not, one. I'm going to, well, yeah. This I'm is going my a different last angle. one. Stephen Curry broke the three-point record early this week. Okay. All right. Listen. It's time for y'all to start putting this man in the GOAT conversation. Discuss or trash? Sure. I'm just kidding. Discuss. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm, I'm glad you picked that, Walker, because I, I got to start with you first, okay? I got to start with you, all right? I'm not a Warriors fan. Okay. I'm not. Okay. But I know you've put me in that category. So I just want to ask, what do you think of the Warriors so far at the time of this recording? Scary. Scary, right? Because, I mean, Clay, and, and and you can make fun of him, but Wiseman's coming back too. Another, another big man who's still learning how to play at the NBA level. So what you, what you got to say now? You gave me everything last season. What you got to say now? They look good. Thank you. That, that's why I respect you, Walker. You know when to take your L's. <laughs> Back to Curry <laughs> for lost. <laughs> I'm lost. Like what? Why am I taking the L? 
I'm just bitter about how you did me last season when I picked the Warriors to pick it off. To win you it off. put the Warriors out there. And when it didn't come into fruition, you I let just, me hear about I reminded it. you. So now that it looks like it's coming to fruition, I want the same energy. But this ain't about the Warriors. This ain't about the Warriors. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't. No, 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 no. Can we get the Curry? A, no, no, we cannot. He you, gone full you, Kanye on you. You didn't. You didn't go. You didn't get the. You didn't get the Curry at first. So now that we're here, <laughs> you had all. Hey, Kanye, you had all this time <laughs> to get to the point. <laughs> Come on, Walker. So, did you say that the Warriors was going to win it all this year? I don't think I have to say it. No, no, no. Oh, so you're not going to answer the question. Did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm lying. I know you were lying. we haven't talked about the NBA yet. Because you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to face the music with the Warriors. I watch the Warriors every night. My wife's a Warriors fan. Okay. Steph's fan. She's not a Warriors fan. She's a Steph fan. That's, I'll, let, I'll allow it. So point? I watch them every night. Okay. I see how great they are. Good. Like they are, they are, they are scary good. Right. Knowing that that two solid people. Let's just assume Clay is just a step, a slight step behind where he was. Still scary. That's still scary. Right. Holy holy smokes! Yeah. So no, I'm 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 on. I mean, about to get Kyrie too. Nuts. Part time. Anyway. Kyrie. That's not I'm just I'm I'm doing stuff for effect here. Um Okay. So 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 Walker, I think it's great he won this award. But like for real. Earned. Earned this award. Distinction. Why, distinction. Why isn't he in the GOAT conversation? Why isn't he in In your opinion, yes. Why when we talk about GOATs, we're not putting Curry in here? Um If I had to take a guess. I don't think I think we've seen Steph take over a game with his shooting. But I think what we need to do, like what we got to see from Steph is kind of what we saw from from Giannis last year in the finals. Remember when he just took over games, game 7 and just just took over a game like I'm coming. Like you got to deal with it. This is what it is. You're going to have to die slow death. You can try, but you're still going to die this slow. Like, I think Steph has to do that. And I think Steph gets a lot of his buckets. Me and my wife was talking about this because the que- there was a question this week. I'm taking the scenic right. I'm still answering your question. But we, there was a question about Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, Steph. If you needed someone to hit the game winner, who are you choosing? I heard Reggie Miller. I heard Ray Allen. But a lot of people ain't saying Steph's name. My wife didn't even say she loves Steph. She said Ray Allen. We've seen Ray Allen hit. I said Reggie Miller. We've seen Reggie Miller hit. But in a meaningful, because I don't even think Steph has been a finals MVP, has he? Iguodala was it one year. And then Durant. Durant the rest. I know they won another year. Check and see that. Can you can you, we got him? He, that's what well, he, I, I pointed to him earlier and he looked at me like I was crazy. So I just took matters to my own hands. Hilarious. Ooh, the passive aggressiveness. <laughs> now, but 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 my point is in a in a in a moment like the finals, I need to see Steph 
take over a game. Okay. Like we've seen MJ take over a game. I'll give you that. Like I, we've seen even at times Braun take over a game. It says the only blemish on his resume is that he doesn't have a finals MVP. Boom. Okay. 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 See, now, and this is where I have a problem. Okay. I don't think that's enough to take him out of this out of this conversation. Okay. Because you know what Steph doesn't get enough respect for doing? Except revolutionizing the game. Okay. What does Shaq do? Revolutionize the game. What did MJ do? But is Shaq in the conversation? Yeah. No, he's not. Y'all don't let me have anything around here. <laughs> Bruh. We, we let you have the truth. <laughs> Bruh. Shaq is in the conversation? He should be. He's not. I want him in there for the sake of my argument. I know you do, but he's not in there, bruh. He's not even the best Laker. <laughs> How's going to be the... Go on. <laughs> Go on with the struggle argument. That was, that was the only leg I had to stay from. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out I guess I just slide that one by us yeah, I thought I was In my mind I was like Oh I'm gonna get him with this one But uh, yeah Okay Hey how many episodes Have you been doing <laughs> But you, We do agree He revolutionized the game Yeah Okay Cause when Steph came in And he was on a fast break By himself Was pulled up from three We were losing our minds <laughs> We never I, We never seen anything Like that before Well what I've had Heard people say recently Is that he's just The best shooter Ever in the NBA Oh no, no. I got this. You, you the goat. Like you want him to be the goat, right? Right. And you're not gonna give him the best shooter. He's more than that, is what I'm saying. And I got, I got a fracture residue from Chris Paul's left ankle to prove so. Y'all know what I'm talking. About. Yeah, he's done the Clippers greasy several times. <laughs> but, but you, act, I, you act like he's just a shooter, though. Did Ray have handles like that? Did Reggie have handles like that? No, actually, he can drive. Like he can score from anywhere on the court. Like he can drive to the could basket. Could Reggie do that? No. Could Ray do that? No. Oh, Ray could early on. Early Ray. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping I could yeah. slide that by you. Early Ray. No. Early Ray you can't could. Slide. Shuttlesworth. Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Yeah. Come, okay. Come on, fam. I almost had you, Walker. Come on, you, fam. You almost gave me that one. No, but I didn't. <laughs> Don't limit him to a shooter, though. Is my thing, bro. He had. He has to. He's got to prove it. He's he's got to prove that well, he belongs. What in that about last season, though? People forget about that. What about last season when the Warriors had nothing? They were on life support, mm-hmm. but Steph had an MVP caliber season. Dude. Why don't people want to talk about this? Steph is an amazing player, Hall of Famer, bro. Hall of Famer. But he still doesn't deserve the right to be in the goat conversation. He's going to have to do a goat thing. He's going to have to say, hey, Giannis, we ain't Phoenix, bro. I'm getting buckets. Yeah, they got to get past Phoenix first. <laughs> I'm getting buckets. <laughs> this is where he gets disrespectful. This is where he gets wait, disrespectful. Wait, wait, wait. This is where he wait, gets disrespectful. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, Let, him go. Let him cook. Let him cook. <laughs> Let him cook. Let him cook. Who's on Phoenix? <laughs> Let him cook. Who's, who's on Phoenix? Chris Paul. <laughs> this is where he gets his respect. <laughs> now he didn't learn. He didn't learn from Ty Lue, But go ahead. He didn't learn his lesson with Ty Lue. This man just said he gonna have to get by Phoenix. They have almost an identical record. They have Chris Paul who can't do nothing with Stephen Curry. Let it happen. I'm gonna come back and laugh at both of y'all. 
Let it happen. He says he has to get by Phoenix. He he's, didn't say he's making it lose. seem like so, it's not a task that he can attain. So no. you're saying that they're for sure going to be the Western Conference. They're going to be in the uh, yeah, NBA finals. He said for sure they're going to be in the Who? Who else? Tyler. <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't say it with a straight face. I now <laughs> am starting to think that he enjoys Crow. I know, man. I'm just I think he likes Crow. I would, I would think after my Ty Lue embarrassment. I, I think he likes Crow. I he started recording, right? Yes. I will I will eat all of this if it happens. But oh, you just worry. said. Don't you worry. just said in your own words, ain't nobody messing with the Warriors. You just said in your own words. He says You said it's scary now. You said I'm going to be waiting in the bed when Clay gets back. <laughs> he says they still have to beat Phoenix, assuming they meet them in the Western Conference Finals. Is that not a true statement? Is that not a true statement? Is that not a true statement? If that's what y'all want to call him. He's already giving him the NBA championship. Who else you going to give it to? The Bulls? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I can't deal with y'all. I can't deal with y'all tonight. Don't do that. Don't the Bulls did nothing to you. <laughs> don't do that. Out they of respect did. for MJ. They did. The, the Bulls did a lot to me, and I haven't forgiven. I haven't forgiven them. Y'all pushing my man out? Yeah, y'all getting this word. You the reason I don't have a favorite team now. And the people who are who are responsible for that are still there? No, but I'm bitter. So can you? <laughs> you gonna do goats like that when they come? They build you a state. Did you go to therapy this week? <laughs> next week. Right on time. <laughs> Get you Shout to out. Christmas. <laughs> right. Walker, I'm keeping it local, man. I got my homegirl, Abra Barnes. Man, this week, Walker, Abra Barnes was appointed by Mayor Randall Woodfin to the Housing Authority of Birmingham Board of Commissioners. What does this mean, Walker, and why is this, why is this uh, substantial? Abra Barnes is going to be driving the economic advancement of the housing market in Birmingham. So essentially providing a lot of solutions for people to, who didn't think they could ever get in homes, right? So um, what's also interesting to note, Abra has got more than 20 years of award-winning experience in real estate and serves as the president and broker of Barnes & Associates, the largest black-owned realty firm in Alabama. She's also the founder and principal of Barnes School of Real Estate and the director of the Birmingham Association of Realtors. Walker, what's cool about this is Abra, Abra's father was very instrumental in the real estate game, and he handed this business to her she took it, ran with it, and just grew it. Abra's my homie. When I got this news, I said, you are getting the fast pass to my shout out. Abra Barnes, we are here for you. <laughs> Dope stuff there, sir. My shout out goes to Emmanuel Ellerby. Emmanuel is a Houston native who is currently in his fourth season in the NBA as a linebacker with the Atlanta Falcons. Emmanuel recently launched or has launched a nonprofit aimed to set up young student athletes for life after the game. Ellerby, uh, talking about him personally, has received his degree in civil engineering from Rice University. 
and he credits his geometry teacher for encouraging him to pursue another passion in addition to playing football. So this obtaining his degree, playing in the NFL, this has led to him establishing his nonprofit Bees Believers, aim, which aims to bridge the gap between student athletes and science and technology, engineering, and mathematics, or known affectionately as STEM. A quote from him saying, there's a lesser number of African-Americans within the STEM career field, along with Hispanic Americans too. For us, it was all about going for inner city schools and just giving them the opportunity to have that exposure that they typically wouldn't receive. His nonprofit will soon get Check this out. Host an event in 2022 of this actually March where ninth graders are invited to a seminar in which the students will be introduced to other like minded student athletes from other Houston area high schools. Kind of like what he was exposed to. And in addition to meeting other students, they will also get to meet and talk to former and current professional athletes who now have careers in the STEM field. Students will also get to experience and learn firsthand the many layers that STEM has to offer. So I want to shout this guy out for not only pursuing his degree and setting himself up to pursue a career in civil engineering after football, but also communicating the message to young athletes that, hey, your life doesn't end after football. Get an education in the STEM field that will set you up for life well beyond football, educate yourself. I like that he's doing it for students in the Houston area who don't have this exposure. That's also a win. So shout out to Emmanuel Ellaby for being awesome. Did he play at Georgia? Rice. Rice. Did you say that? Yes. Okay. Dang it. All right. Another Ellaby from somewhere. That was dope though. Yeah. All right, Walker, my player of the week's a quick hitter. Not much to this one, but I thought it was worthy. Uh, again, keeping it in Alabama, I'm taking down a mobile black. Mary Juleen Jackson. Okay. Nothing? Okay. No, don't, don't know nothing about this one. So Mary, uh, <laughs> Mary was recently arrested. She has 17 felony warrants. Oof. Yeah attached to her like this is this is heavy she's trouble right most of these warrants stem from armed robbery cases okay thankfully no one was no one was uh hurt in these armed robberies but so mary facing a steep (laughs) legal situation she rallies around certain people she gets enough money to get bailed out right while she awaits trial What Mary did next is what's most puzzling. Mary (laughs) then goes, breaks into a law enforcement facility, steals guns. Y'all with me? Mm -hmm. Several. Uh, Obviously, you break into a law enforcement facility. It's well surveillance. They're easy easy to pinpoint Mary on this one. Very easily. So uh, they apprehend Mary. They bring her in. Hey, Mary, we got you on camera. You broke in. You st- These guns are ours. What are, you, what are you doing? Mary's response, 
I was going to sell these guns to come up with the rest of the money I needed to bail me out on my other pending 17 cases. <sighs> Mary, they say crime doesn't pay. I don't. You idiots! Well, we're going to leave the state and go to Wilmington, Delaware. Huh. Uh, this man actually is from California by the name of, he has two last names, McRoberts Williams. <laughs> this is going to be good. Like someone in Alabama, um, Mr. Williams robbed a bank and he gave the teller at the bank a note <clears throat> stating that the bank is being robbed. Okay. The teller complied, gave him money, and he escaped on foot. Here's the thing, though, Gap. Here's what, here's what made it kind of easy to find this guy. It was a Wells Fargo, and soon as he robbed the bank, he went to a teller right outside and deposited the money. McRoberts Williams was found not too much longer at a shopping mall or area not too far from the bank he just robbed. He's now being charged felony for robbery and uh, there's a $6,000 cash bond, which I'm sure they can get from the money he deposited. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think if you rob a bank, it'll be wise to deposit that money into your account that they know they have all your information for. I just don't think that that's, that's, that shouldn't be part of your plan ever. I mean, I haven't, I've never robbed a bank, so who don't listen to me. But if I had to guess, like if you asked me how I would rob a bank, I wouldn't take the money and deposit it into my bank that I just robbed. But what do I know? You know, Ren knows a lot, though. What do you think, Ren? You idiots! Unreal. What do you expect him to do, though, Walker? You gotta do something about like that. All right, I'm trying. That's not the time to, like, think about savings. Guys, y'all have a Merry Christmas out here. Thanks again for tuning in to the latest and greatest. You know what to do. Follow us on streaming platforms, social media at The Tipping Point, T-H-A Tipping Point, one word, Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to YouTube where we do now have new videos posted by Ronnie Gatry. Thanks again, sir. Hit my music. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Be safe out there in those streets. Have a Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. Festivus. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. That guy out there just yelling stuff is Ronnie Gatchery, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening.